this comes to your house, wherever you are right now. When you're up against a struggle that shatters all your dreams and your hopes have been crushed by Satan's manifested skin, and you feel the urge within you to submit to earthly fears, don't let the faith you're standing in
is to know. It's actually refers to being able to perceive or understand something. To have a fixed mind or a memory in understanding something. But that's not the name, the know that we're going to be talking about this morning. It's way deeper than that. The Hebrew of the word and the understanding of know, it's the idea of knowing. It's way more than acknowledging the existence of something. This refers to something personal and intimate. Amen? Amen? In the scriptures, we would have heard of when the men would go into their wives and the word of God says, he knew her. It refers to intimacy. Now, in understanding the topic that we're going to be talking about, God knows. What does God know? He knows you intimately. He knows of you. He knows of your existence. But he knows you beyond your existence. And that is why it's personal today. In the midst of the trials and the circumstances, the fears and the various things that are happening in our society today, we have consolation in knowing that he knows your The Hebrew refers to the intimacy aspect. The Greek, you have spoke, translated to no And experientially. All of these refers to something more than just existence. So there is a big difference between knowing of something or someone. God knows us way more than our own existence. To know refers to something of your head. You know it in your head. You know how to write. You know how to drive because it is something that is taught. It's something that has been done through something that you have partaken in. But this know we are referring to a heart experience. Because before we were conceived in our mother's womb, he knew. He knew of us. He knew what we were. He personally knew us because he was the one who formed us. So from observation and experience, he knows us from the heart. To know the shortcomings, 
everything that has happened and still know and accept the person. And that's the type of no we want to talk about this morning. In the midst of the COVID-19, in the midst of the restrictions, in the midst of the fear that is hitting us today, God knows your name. He understands you. He knows your thoughts. How does God know you, you may ask? The Word of God tells us in Psalm 139, 1 to 24, he knows you so intricately that he knows your thoughts. He knows your pathways. Another way that he will know you, that he knows the hair on your head, according to Matthew 10, 30. Now when we try to fathom and understand the hairs on your head, to know in the general sense, the head know refers to knowing that there is an existence of hair on your head. Amen, somebody? <laughs> but the way that God knows us so intricately, he knows that every strand on our hair has an assigned number. What a God. He knows you. He knows you. He knows each and every one of us. He knows, according to Psalm 139, He knows our rising. He knows our dumb city. What is that saying? He knows when we are arisen in our spirit. He knows what is able to trigger our ability to rise, to become motivated, to step into his present presence and be lifted. But equally, he knows, he understands what gets us done. He knows and understands when we fall, how we fall, why we Can identify 
say he knows me? Can we say that with conviction? He knows me. In our lives as we grow and we mature and we begin to enter in relationships, we have the desire for somebody to know us and to know someone and to be accepted and to be loved. Yeah? Everybody has proud. <laughs> Anyways, that's how I am. So here it says he knows you in such a way that we should feel proud to know he knows you. Have you ever been through some dark season? You didn't say pastor. You didn't see your wife. You didn't see your children. The situation was so grave.
I can see the brethren turning to dead situations. Persons who believe that their names were not significant and that they did not matter. But today, he says, I know you by name, and so I'm calling you. It doesn't matter what you have done. It doesn't matter where you've been. I am ready to take you back, to love you with an unconditional love. So today,
that she remembered that she's faithfully and wonderfully made. It is my prayer, God, that by your spirit you will surround her. Strengthen her. In Jesus' name. Amen. Father, we pray for those who may be watching us directly right now. And those who will watch later on. That anyone who will come upon this message today will understand that it transcends time and space. And that you are speaking to them at the time that they would have to live to see, to hear, to learn, to know. That you minister to them. And that you call them and you remind them that you name them for purpose, for a reason. Father, it is my prayer in the name of Jesus Christ that you work this in every person in my that you by your hand will minister to them and you will lift them up to the places where you want them to be. Father, glorify yourself in the life of those who are watching. Glorify yourself in the life of those who are here. Glorify yourself in the life of the church. May your glory cover the earth and the knowledge of your glory as the waters is. But that's what you hear will happen in all time. We pray again for those who are sick and hurting. Those on the hospital beds across the land and breath of this nation and the world. Those who are in the penal system, the prison system, whether it's juvenile or adult, women, we're asking you today. In the name of Jesus, that by your sweet power, you will come and you will minister. Draw them to yourself today. Remind them that the enemies attempt to redirect them. The enemies attempt to change their name. That they may cry out to you like a bears. That you will bless them and enlarge your territory. We're asking. 